PRB Magazine presents Build Faith Written by Ron Kincuddy, who worked in the parks and recreation industry since he was 16 years old, covering everything from maintenance, operations, engineering, surveying, park management, design, planning, recreation, and finance. He is now retired. Read by Sophia Butler Most days I take the same on-ramp at the same highway intersection. On this particular day, I was greeted by a giant orange sign that warned me of a flagman ahead. There wasn't. In fact, the aerial looked like construction was going to begin because of the machinery parked all over, but there were no workers in sight. Perhaps they were just staging the job site, but shouldn't they have waited to put the flagman ahead sign up until it really applied? It was almost two weeks before a flagman was on site, and by that time probably everyone was ignoring the sign. The actions or inactions of the construction people created doubt and eventually misdirection. Many drivers may have thought the sign meant nothing, but essentially, it was a lack of trust. Despite the bold statement on the bright orange sign, what drivers were being told didn't match reality. It took me a few days to remember to slow down as I ramped on, and even longer to actually see and respect the flagman. Looking for the catch as well, for years now the fall season has brought a cavalcade of commercials regarding Parts C and D of the Medicare provision for healthcare. I defy anyone to tell me what that includes if there is a cost and why there should be such an enormous amount of information without a clear description. In short, I don't trust it. Yet the commercial gives every indication this is a government option at no cost. It's not, only for some. Insurance policies that W-I-L-N-E-V-E-R turn you down I'm always looking for the hook. I bet there is one. The same goes for reverse mortgages. Sorry, Magnum. I never considered buying a timeshare either. Something for nothing doesn't exist. How about these wonderful organic supplements that will turn back the hands of time and restore your ability to run a marathon, and others that will allow you to sleep through the night without fail? Baloney. I'm not buying it. And I find most of the people I know aren't buying it either. And I think this has become part of our culture. People are told to vaccinate and boost, but the evidence of those getting sick and those who aren't betrays those recommendations, doesn't it? Do you really feel a strong endorsement brewing inside regarding an upcoming presidential candidate? Or are you basically going to choose the least radical, the least deceitful, and the one you dislike least? This used to be a nation of heroes. People followed the heroes because of their ideals, what they stood for. Now, everyone stages photo ops and fake news to make them appear wonderful, but it isn't long before the shine comes off the apple and the chinks in the armor become visible. A matter of trust. So, where does all this mistrust lead us? Well, first and foremost, it weakens the country. We generally distrust things we are being told because they rarely match the truth. Sales aren't really sales. Discounts are mere overstock attempts to dump bloated inventory, Used cars have become pre-owned. Janitors are custodial technicians, and military pilots are naval aviators. All technically true, but the statements tempt Pinocchio's nose to grow a bit. Enough already. Let's just conclude that trust is an extension of faith, and faith is believing in things despite arguments to the contrary. So, we need faith in the construction crews we see along the highway. Faith in the government officials who chose that company to do a good job. Faith in our country to create processes that are fair and unbiased, and without corruption. We trust commercials on TV because the FCC was created to flush out people using poor standards in order to fool the American people. So, 
We look to political leaders and know they have our best interests in mind. Wait a minute, what? Kind of falling apart, isn't it? A simple approach. How about a rewind? Here, in Cleveland, I grew up with a local TV hero on the Scripps Howard Broadcasting Channel. His name was Captain Penny. He wore a train engineer's hat and a bright red neckerchief. His half-hour show included some cartoons, a library book reading, and a few words of advice. Mom and I stood in line for an hour one day at the local AP to meet him, and he gave me an autograph picture to boot. At the end of the broadcast, Captain Penny would come close to the camera and quietly tell kids to remember, you can fool some of the people all of the time, and all of the people some of the time, but you can't fool Mom. I trusted Captain Penny. He was as nice at the ATP as he was on TV. I never missed his show. I had faith he would be there every day. He was, on another station, there was a gentleman named Barnaby, and he spoke kindly to kids, every day, too. Barnaby would say hello, neighbor. I hope you're having a good day today. If anyone calls, tell them Barnaby said hello, and tell them I think you are the most special friend in the whole world. Just you, I had faith and trust in Barnaby, too. Sometime later, a man named Fred Rogers began to reach out to children in a similar way on PBSU. The appeal of these wonderful people was their simple approach to life, and their focus on the simple values that most people hold dear. Do you wonder why many people have come to use the notion of faking sincerity as the cornerstone upon which they draw others in to gain their trust? Try this shortcut. Build your faith upon a reliable cornerstone. Use materials of great integrity. Be willing to cast aside the things that don't meet those standards. Give others a model to follow and copy. Be what you would like to see in others and you, my friend, will quietly change the world. It's very difficult to convince others to follow, but if you stand firm and become what they admire, you'll find the line forming behind you. This story is written by Ron Kayan Cuddy. He worked in the parks and recreation industry since he was 16 years old, covering everything from maintenance, operations, engineering, surveying, park management, design, planning, recreation, and finance. He is now retired. He holds a BS in business from Bowling Green State University and an MBA from Baldwin Wallace University.